Yo, welcome to Uprose Rawcast, where we interview everyone from rock stars to porn stars, from actors to influencers. The last two people we've had on were state champs and fume for friends, so make sure you check those out. But today we have the amazing, the incredible While She Sleeps. Yeah. So, what's up? Incredible, Guys. thank you. The incredible. Incredible, we'll take that. Thanks for coming in and doing it. It's been a while since we had you guys here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having us. So, I mean, it's been a few years since you played the asylum. Yeah. Like, I don't know, four years, something like yeah. that. Yeah, what roughly? was the last story we did this? It's your memory. No, well, <laughs> mine's, my memory is disintegrating, by the way. <laughs> I think, I think uh, the pandemic has something to do with it. I, my I my brain got a chance it. to slack off and not retain any information. So now I'm just... I think it's, it's, I think it's the juice that like they're pumping that. into you and making <laughs> your mind all crazy. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think I, I felt considerably dumber after the vaccine. So I think it's something <laughs> to do with that. <laughs> but yeah, about four years, we're uh, saying... Four years. Did we do this on the URWE tour? I think um, that was the last time. Was yeah. that the last time? 2017, that was, wasn't so, it? I mean, quite a lot Four years, you're quite right. Since then. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, one of the big things, obviously, is you've dropped your label, you've dropped, I think, management, and you're doing everything yourself. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Self-contained. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess that's the first thing to talk about then, because you guys are doing it as independently as you possibly can, right? Yeah, we definitely. Are, yeah. yeah, I mean, you said a lot of things have changed. They they changed, and then we kind of brought it back to where we started it all with you. Are we? Yeah. Um, we just kind of figured that it was the best model for us. It worked so well. Our fans got behind it, and yeah, and we kind of it, it took us to a new level that we were never never hitting before. That you know, um, and it was just exciting. It was so exciting for us. And when we kind of went back into like an older kind of model. Um, you know, with labels and all that stuff. Um, it wasn't necessarily a bad experience, but we could tell that it was lacking a little bit of magic, you know? Um, so, yeah, we thought, why not go back to doing that? Doing yourself. Yeah. Because it's a little bit different with you guys to other bands because between you, you all do so many different things. You're almost like a media company. If you didn't actually have your music, you could still actually be the same guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have yeah. a fucking media We've empire. definitely got like a Yorkshire work ethic where it's like you know dig in get it get the job done yeah 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 that's it that's and that's kind of what we do now like with the sleep society we are kind of like a media company we're like pumping content to everybody who's in the society and it is a full-time job isn't it yeah it's it's pretty full-on but yeah we love it it's so good that like I don't know, I feel like every band will just sit there and say that their fan base is the best, but we've, like, just, we put out information on, on new records and, like, say to our fan base, like, this is the way we're going to be doing yeah. things now, hopefully they get behind it, and they just, they sit with it for a minute, and they're so responsive and, and like, support what we're doing, and they always seem to understand what we're trying to get at, which is, you know, it's not always an easy thing to do, like, uh, and, and help people understand, so, yeah, it's... They're, they're always amazing stood behind us. It's like it? when someone gets married, isn't it? And they're like, oh, I'm the happiest man in the world right now. I'm like, hang on. I'm pretty sure I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was the happiest man in the world. Yeah, but it, yeah, it is that thing. But our fans are just like so fucking cool. And we're so fortunate to have people who are behind us like that, you know? And it's kind of like now we've created like the Sleep Society and everybody's in there. It is like we kind of crafting our future together, which is which is amazing. Um, and yeah, we're just... There's like no no barrier now. There's 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 nothing like that. We're like completely on board, and yeah, we're just so connected now, which is great. Which is cool, man. I mean, the the first thing I can think of that was similar to that, but it was for a different reason, uh, was Linkin Park. 
because they had their version like 20 years ago before Patreon yeah. and all these things, but nobody else seemed to... It's definitely... It became sort of like a fan thing where fan pages would form. Yeah, more of a fan club, yeah. But it's definitely not a new thing by any means. Yeah, Thrice did it. Thrice did it back in the day as well, didn't they? And they've just reformed um, theirs, uh, the Thrice Alliance, which is... It's it's just like a fan club, really. But the understanding of the fact that streaming is kind of destroying music a bit and trying to restore that balance is is where we've put it. Yeah. So on on the streaming then, because I I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, your thing is you've dropped the label and the management. Have you dropped anything else? I'm guessing you're still using an agent. Dropped a log earlier, but... Dropped a bollock a few times. No, we have a company that helps us with like distribution and stuff like that because we t- on the URWE record cycle, we took on literally everything and we kind of realised that, shit, it's this a is a lot to do. Definitely. So we do, have, we do have like an outside body helping with that, but like... Yeah, the the you know, especially so, with the society being a month by month thing. Yeah. Obviously, we want to keep it exciting. Like Law said, we've got quite a Yorkshire work ethic, and we want everybody to get as much bang for their buck as they possibly can. <laughs> so we're we're not like letting it go stale in there. We're yeah, like we're literally fucking eating hot sauce that is almost killing. Oh us. God. <laughs> Have you seen it? Has anyone seen anything of that recently? I'm we did a hot ones episode well. on the Sleep Society, man. It's fucking killer. But what I loved about it was like how Loz went into it, like old big man, just being like, "This ain't gonna, this ain't gonna affect me." Yeah. And you tried to hold it together as much as you could. But I did it just before Loz because um, mine was episode two. That's that's yet to be released, and I fucking knew how bad it was. I didn't even swallow it, and I was just like, "No matter how much of a brave face you put on, you're gonna go down." Anyway, so the last down. one, what was the last one called? Like Psycho Juice, Psycho Juice, and I was like, "Well, that sounds pretty mental." Anyway, and um, lathered it on. Lathered. I like, pulled over at the side of the motorway three hours later after I'd done it. On the drive home, and I couldn't stand up. I'm on my hands and knees, vomiting <laughs> in on the hard so shoulder, good. literally, like toes curled, stomach cramps. Just don't so eat. That's the, don't that, eat the stuff. That's the level of commitment we're putting in, just to give you an idea. Well, if it's a good watch, I'll do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we did a similar thing to that here. In, well, it was in Newcastle when we had the club there. Yeah, it was a stage, stage competition. I can't remember what they were winning, but we had six people on stage, and they had to eat the hot. Like, it got progressively hotter until they... they yeah, hit. yeah, yeah. And the one that... There was a load of, like, big dudes that were going to, like, man the fuck up and they were going to own it. And then the one that won was this tiny young girl. Like, yeah. she was probably 19, <laughs> like, the most petite one on stage. And she completely owned all of them. Like, didn't look like it bothered her at all. Yeah. But then she disappeared. And we were like, where the fuck is this girl gone? I think she was <laughs> yeah. like, a TV or something. We were like, we need to give her a prize. Yeah. And then we found her backstage. In Newcastle, there was, like, six, seven backstage rooms. Most of them were locked. And she'd got into one of them and she'd spent an hour thrown up in the shower. Yeah. She wouldn't even throw up in the toilet. <laughs> it was weird because I, I did the challenge and like my hands were fizzing and like I couldn't feel my face and I was like losing my earring and going all weird, like tripping out on this hot sauce. And then like it kind of died out a little bit and I was like, Do you know what, that, that was all right. And I think as my body started trying to digest it, I just needed to get that stuff out of me. So I like made myself sick, but I, my like toes were curling. I was like, I literally couldn't drive my but car. Who's, like, who's eating that over. for fun? That's what I want to know. It's got to just be for the, yeah, the, the sheer hot, hot of the sauce. I yeah. don't think people are going, oh, yum. Yeah, not, not at all, man. You just be poorly all the time after. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Don't do it. Don't do it. But that's just, these people in the sleep society, they're supposed to be our friends. Yeah. And they're punishing you. That's what they ask. <laughs> we, put, we put like a poll out and we're like, what do you, like, what are you enjoying? And people were like, you know, 
uh, we, was it like come die with me we did like a parody of like come down with me and people were like oh we loved that so we were like what else would you like to, like us to do this a parody of? and, they, yeah. and the, the most suggested one was hot ones so you know what I mean they ask and we man. give I'm looking forward to like your Sean Longs and your Matt Welsh is getting involved oh, with mate. this hot sauce thing it's I only me and you that have been I through it so far it, yeah I don't think it'll happen me <laughs> <laughs> I mean I won't recommend it like they've learnt the lesson just watching you man. <laughs> yeah. so with the, with the streaming then do you think it's that moving forward there's less of a place for labels and management and that sort of thing? Or would there still be a place for that if streaming wasn't fucking everything? Yeah, I think so. I think that one. Yeah, I think that one. <laughs> I think like like we're not trying to come out of the gate with the, with like how we're doing things and say that, that like everything's fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like it's every, everyone has its place, like management and labels. When you first start in a band, you need that stuff to get get your exposure, like show you how things are done, you know, like it really helps with like the rest of your career learning that stuff but I do think that with how things are outbalanced with streaming it becomes very difficult for bands to sustain it a career in music as it is so with all those extra costs coming out if the you know everyone wants a slice of the pie do you know what I mean so it gets really difficult with everyone trying to grab that to to be able to keep keep rolling and I think that down to our band it's only because we've like dug our heels in and we're very determined and committed people in this band that we've got through it like there's been a few times like on the fault side of management and labels where it's it's been fucked up yeah. and we've had to really dig ourselves out of a hole and it, it got to the point for us where we're like we could do this stuff better ourselves do you know what I mean like it's, it's kind of that thing like no one cares about your band as much as you so why why are you having outside bodies do everything for you and and at times messing up or whatever Definitely, so that was just yeah. kind of like our experience um, and it's hard isn't it because like like managements and labels, especially labels, like, you know, they recoup all their costs. And in if we're like every single penny that we make off the records is going back to the labels and then not only like paying it off, it's leaving us in debt, then how, how is anybody going to sustain it? How are you going to drive your career into something that you want to, you know, drive it into, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, and if we didn't have the support system we had when we were first starting out, you know, we, like I only moved out of my childhood home like three years ago. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and it shouldn't take that long. It's been a long old apprenticeship. It has. It's been a long fucking apprenticeship. But, but at the same time, like we say, these like outside bodies from the, you know, in the industry, they do help you. They do push you into place. Like, and and it's like streaming as well. Like, Without that, people overseas aren't getting your music or, or whatever. So all these things are good, but it needs to work for you, for the for yeah. the band and for the way you want to move forward. We've always been a very DIY ethic kind of band. Um, we've always done a lot for ourselves, our own artworks, videos, all that sort of stuff. So it just came to the point for us where we were like, let's just... Let's just cut all ties and, like, try and just do it all I ourselves. think it was heading this way because, obviously, now, like, everybody's, you know, the internet has it's not been around very long, has it? It's still quite in its infancy. And, and it was all, I think it was always heading this way. And why, why wouldn't you support your band that you, your favourite band? Are you okay? I'm dying. <laughs> why, would, why wouldn't you support them directly? You know, we can do that now. So, so why not, like, streaming services? They utilised it. But I don't understand why bands and the artists who create everything, create all so much enjoyment for everybody around the world, why are, they, why, why are we the ones at the bottom of the pyramid scheme? Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up, man. I think it will change, though, because the way Spotify works isn't actually sustainable for them. 
because they're not charging enough. It's too cheap, man. Yeah, definitely. Ten, and ten yeah. quid a month is ridiculous. And yeah, I think I think the worst that I think the worst thing now, like this, there's, there's so many like teenagers who who were born in like you know the late two thousands or whatever. That's all they've known. So they just expect music and all this stuff to be free. And it's the same with movies, I guess. You know what I mean? Like they expect it oh, to yeah. be free or cheap. I think that's a massive problem with a lot of things, but massively in music because things like Spotify have devalued the music. Yeah. Like people think that they should get it for free, which is and ridiculous it, because yeah. how much work has gone into it? Like, why yeah. the fuck should they get something for free that you've had to put your time into? Yeah, and I just think, like, the general, like, I'm not slating anyone, but the general public who aren't, like, typical music lovers will just go on and listen and, and that's it. They don't think any any further into it than that like how much it costs to take to, to actually record the stuff in the first place and you've got the band and the crew and everyone else so it's, it's it's really cool when like you know people do pick up vinyls and shirts and everything and and i think for us where we're at with the sleep society and the, and the latest record like we don't mind if you're not in the society and you're just grabbing a shirt from the show or just buying a ticket to see us live like it's all it's it's all good for us and we appreciate wherever that support comes from but this the society is just a place for anyone that gives a fuck about this band as much as we do yeah. that's where it's, they can show it and and get a bit more for their money it's if you two like. ends of the spectrum isn't it because like like all those like social media and all that stuff it, it's connected everybody around the world and, it, and it, it's brought everybody closer together but at the same time it, it's kind of made something um you know, like an album release or like releasing a song or anything that you've worked so hard on seems so trivial. It's just as, as simple as a, like a swipe past, double click and like. And yeah, and that's that that's what it all boils down to. Like the past two years or whatever, how long it takes us to write and record a record. There's blood, sweat and tears that have literally gone into that. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like emotional breakdown yeah. because it, 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 that's that's your life, isn't it? Like making like we turn up to the studio we, we're there, we like write lyrics together, um, write songs together, but we still have real life shit going on. We're not just these people. That's not just our entire life. So, and, and your, your entire life and energy goes into making that stuff. And, you know, we, we have to, it, like the band is at the center of our universe and like all our partners know it, our fr friends and family know it, you know, like we, there's, there's so much energy that gets put into it and, you know. So and and to get it boiled down to like a little swipe and and, and oh, like now they've it's got just, a new record out. Cool, cool. <laughs> and then especially like if somebody is like the the unsolicited fucking thing where they're like, yeah, I don't like this. Well, no one asked you, and if you don't like it, don't listen to it. That pisses me off so much. We're like, we're like proper punks you know what I mean <laughs> you only have to get us started on summer and it's like ah but fuck it all that's like, you can read a million great comments and then you get that one little bastard don't start on music journalism with me yeah. <laughs> one guy comes to your show ah three out of ten who are you who are you where's your who show who are you three out of ten where's your show where's mate? your gig I'm gonna come and give you a fucking one <laughs> <laughs> just to be I honest we like do it. pretty well with gig reviews yeah, to be honest. Right. but like that's just a weird thing isn't it yeah. One guy might not even like your band, but we'll send him to review the show. It's going to be a low rating. We yeah. get it all the time with the club night. We put out music posters where it's yeah. just like, here's a list of 50 bands that you'll hear at the club night. Cool. And we'll get... And know. everyone just says, where's my sugar? Well, <laughs> 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 loads of people support it, but then you'll get the odd one or two that they'll pick on one artist. Yeah, usually something like Taylor Swift, because yeah. I fucking like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, And it's... You don't want everything to be fucking heavy. Like, you're enjoying yourself. You want the girls to dance with you. And we'll put that on because we play it. And then you'll get one dude or, like, two or three of them. It's always a fucking guy. 
that's like, oh, fuck that. Some man. like troll. I'm never going there again if they're going to play that shit. Yeah, it's oh, weird, just, isn't it? But yeah. would he say that to your face? Probably not. No, because the fucking pussies, that's why they're doing it online. Yeah. The thing is, though, about like just this whole negative, positive comment thing in general, why is it that like the negative one, you can have a thousand positive comments, but the one negative one is what, one is what, cling, what you cling to. It's just provoking, it's like, isn't it? Fuck it, yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. But it, it's, it's almost like. Because it's all on your phone, it almost also like it's turned life into a game. It's like you know, That's you don't think at the you don't think at the other end of that thing is somebody's actual life, but it's turned everybody into this weird character. Well, it's, a a move, it's like the movies that you see now where they're like, it is a game. Well, and you're dude, like, 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 you like yeah. go off and kill someone to get points and you stay alive. Like, life right we're ready for that shit. I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. Another 50 years, it's going to be mental. I don't even think that, man. I think right now we're living in a Black Mirror episode completely. Yeah, it's crazy. People don't value the other person on the other end. That's the problem. That is the problem. There's, there's, if there's no real life consequence to something, you think you can get away with it. Yeah. That's and also, people nowadays would rather be famous for doing something shitty than not famous at all. Oh, yeah. So it's like... If you can get a like on something, you'll, you'll do it. for Even if it's like for something that's totally dickhead, rather yeah. than not get the like. We just sound like some like right Marty old dads, don't yeah. we? <laughs> but... <laughs> Fuck that TikTok shit. Shit's changing and I don't like it, all everyone's right? Everyone's going through the same shit, though. Yeah. This is yeah. the thing. In real life, everyone's like, it's bullshit. But then online, there's all these fucking cucks that sit in the bedroom. Yeah. Don't actually want to go to a show because they're too boring. And they yeah. say, how can I make sitting in my bedroom exciting? Yeah. I'm going to share with someone. Yeah. I love a good old rock night, me. Yeah. Live for it. You have lived for it. I did and live for it. still do. I mean, we're at a rock club. Yep. So. And there's an after party. Yeah. We're probably not going to partake in that, though. COVID and that. <laughs> that's fair. Because <laughs> because you want to be able to play tomorrow. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. We need to like really limit like the people we're around. So it's weird because we obviously you do live stuff, but we're kind of really we're doing gigs and we're going to and from the warehouse. So we're kind of in a bubble with our yeah. partners and the band. Yeah. And, and like we're coming here today and it's like, oh shit. And like, it's like playing to like a few hundred people is like that's risk enough for us <laughs> right now. You've gone from like naught to a hundred because the second stuff started, you've done like what, Bloodstock, Download, Slam Dunk. Yeah. You know, on sort of like, yeah we within the space of, what, three weeks? Yeah. We were really lucky with the whole few weeks, yeah. album dropping and stuff because when COVID first hit and they were, like, started to shut airports, we were in America, and we were like, fuck, like, we're going we're gonna to get out of here, so we're going to get stuck in America. Obviously, no one really knew what the extent of what was going on. So we flew back, and we were scheduled after that to be writing and recording anyway. So that was, like, we were like, that's pretty, worked out pretty well, really. And then literally the day that they said you know, shops can reopen. We the had, album was coming out. The album was coming out and we did some pop-up stores as well. So we've been like, that schedule for us is actually, we've been really, really lucky. So we're in a position to be like, yeah, we'll play shows. <laughs> Which we've had friends in bands like, um, I was speaking to Ben from Neck Deep and he's just like, it's so frustrating releasing a record and then not being able to tour it. It's like all work and no yeah, play. There's so, there's so many bands who like caught the wrong wave with it, which is really unfortunate. But what can you do when you've got something scheduled to come out? That, that That's it, isn't it? So yeah, we've, we've been really lucky. We're grateful of, of, of how it's panned out for us. Yeah. Really. At least because you guys can do so much, you've been able to do all the online stuff. Because there's a lot of bands that don't do anything themselves. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. just sat at home being like, shit, what the fuck do I do next? Yeah. They, they can't sit and make these videos. Yeah. And Again, that's just like our work ethic. And that's just how we've kind of curated our lives from the beginning. Uh, we always just like to get stuck in. And when we didn't like have anybody out doing our videos, I literally like got an action camera. There was 
don't get me wrong, the content I was putting out at first was abysmal, but still is. Just, it still is. It's absolutely <laughs> <vendor. No improvement. laughs> But um, yeah, we just you've just got to get stuck in, and now it's kind of ev- like everybody in the band's got their own like something that they bring to the table. Speaking of content related to Birmingham, yeah, um, you know Mutt's motorcycles. Yeah. Aaron's just done a fucking wicked new video for. I like the tone in your voice there when you said wicked. It it's sounded like you meant it. It's wicked. <laughs> it's honestly wicked. He, it's amazing. Check it out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on their Instagram, just motorcycles. Yeah, we kind of did a collaboration. Me and Sav, uh, our drummer. Um, yeah, we've been talking about that for a while, um, and it's kind of like the the whole premise behind it is like Sav's experience because Sav um, is he rides motorbikes and is obviously a drummer, and it was like the comparison of how the two feel quite the same in his head. So that's kind of the premise behind it. So it was cool. It was it was really fun to make, but it was it was long. Do us a favor. Head over to Mot. Leave a comment saying check it out. Wicked. And uh yeah. We could couple, fire, a look. couple of fire emojis maybe we'll, that we'll share it out on our page. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be great. It's honestly just just the work, just the video that Aaron has created is, is wicked. So thanks, man. <laughs> that really takes the edge off the earlier comment when you said my work was still shit, so thank you. Still shit. The rest of it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky with that but, one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Going back to you saying that you were in America. So, because I saw when you were over there, you were like doing a health kick or something. Oh yeah, we're just we're trying to reignite that flame today, day one. <laughs> this is day one of the new health kick. Yeah. yeah. So did that go well the first time? Yeah, it went really well. It was it, like boot camp, wasn't it? D- working out during like I started running during COVID just because I didn't have shows and I need to get rid of that energy. Yeah. And it really helped like a lot. So I've tried to just keep that up. Like it's hard to keep the once you're in the momentum that it's easy to keep up but then when you fall off it's quite a slippery slope yeah. uh, we did have you heard of the insanity workout yeah we did that i we all completed the uh, whole two months of it and i think i dropped like two stone and everyone was like loz was looking great everyone was looking great and um then the slippery slope of the pandemic started didn't it and we we were still carrying on we were we working can, out quite a bit but then we were like prison rules in america it was yeah. like it doesn't matter where you are or like you know what time it is you get up, like where the bus is you get up in the morning we do insanity i remember once we did it in new york we did it under, under a bridge under and a there bridge, was like it was freezing it was freezing there was bird shit and needles everywhere and we're like in our fucking gray tracksuits just like we just yeah. like get the fucking tracksuits on let's go glass all but over we kind of <laughs> doing press ups in glass and it but was we kind of egged each other on if somebody was like not feeling it that day you're just like no let's fucking go get your shit on and then we kind of came back from the states and sort of all had a bit of time at home and i was like well started eating because I'd lost the weight then I started eating stuff that I wanted to eat but still working out and then that kind of slowly crosses over to like I'm kind of eating now and not working out as much to being like do you know what I'm gonna order some donuts yeah you're pretty you've got a sweet tooth that's your (sighs) damn problem oh it's sweet yeah all the donuts I miss donuts it's the one thing I've been vegan for a long time but there were a lot of like donut shops that popped up yeah and they're the only thing that seems to have disappeared from lockdown yeah, like I bet it's difficult. Most things it? yeah. have sort of got through, but the donut fucking shops. Yeah, there's, a, there's a couple in uh, in Sheffield that are pretty good. You'd enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the sweeted baker, suited baker, sweeted something like that. Long way to go for donut though. There is a lot. Yeah, it's long. They do deliver so though. They do um, like um, <laughs> three hundred quid delivery. <laughs> yeah, they do send stuff <clears throat> around the country. Um, also, like Satan's Glaze, I think it is. That sounds cool. Yeah, they're ve- they're all vegan as well. Why don't you just do an uproar vegan donut shop within the building? I actually genuinely want to do that. When lockdown happened and we were like, maybe this is going to go to shit, maybe we're going to lose everything. 
like one of the things I was like, I want to fucking make donuts. I'm like, uh, I'm <laughs> like R- Rodney and Del Boy trotter me. I'm always Both trying to come up with like new ideas to make a bit of cash. I want to do a champagne and cheesecake truck. <laughs> it's quite a niche market there. Who don't like champagne and cheesecake? I mean, everybody does, but like if at weddings usually. But yeah, but you could do it at weddings, but because it's just champagne and cheesecake, you could do it not at weddings as well. Yeah. yeah. Parties, yeah. weddings. Yeah, you could. Or just, I, I thought you meant like if you just parked up like in town centre or whatever. Oh yeah, I don't know. People are doing the shopping, just like, oh, champagne and cheese. I think you could. Yeah, you probably could, yeah. And I've got another idea. You probably, it's probably a terrible idea, but I have, uh, in my drawer, from touring, I must have like seven to ten shavers that I've either lost the grades for or the charger for, and it just they just sit there. So my other idea, I forgot, I had a... I had a oh, what about burger cone as well? <laughs> that one I forgot about that. Just this thing where you can go on, click it, and it just tells you if they've got your charger for your shaver or grades or whatever you need in stock and they just ship oh, them this, out. Is this an app? Isn't that it could be an app. Specifically for lost You're going to say that eBay, aren't chargers. you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could Google that. You say that. I've been on You've trying tried. to look. I've got like a 200 quid shaver at home and I can't for the life of me find this, the right stuff. I can't, honestly, I can't see that as an app taking off for lost chargers. How many shavers have you got at home? Just work? one and it works. Just not, one. In all honesty, I actually do have one that's the same. I've only got one that I can't use because of that, but yeah, I've got no charger. Right, well, I did say it might so, not be a good idea. I'll however, just throwing it out However, there. I do think Burger Cone... It's, My other idea was Burger idea. Cone. And I wanted to go in on him. In on him. You're going to have to remind him. me because I've kind of slightly forgot what that Burger idea Cone, was. it's... Um, I remember it, but... Burger Cone, it's Burger and a Cone. It's self insp- self-explanatory, isn't it? Basically, it was like... I mean, I like the sound bur- of it. Burger... Already. It was it was burger, drink, and fries all in one little kind of... Cone. Cone. In a cone. So you've got you've got your um, yes. compartment for your burger. Yep. Um... And then the other side is the fries, but then the whole cone is the drink itself, and you've got a straw that goes through the middle of it. It's for festivals, really, specifically, isn't it? It was so you can eat on the move, on Eat it? on the move, a festival, festival. Yeah, yeah, so you could so walk around. Because it's when you're, like, getting burger and chips and a drink from a vendor, and you like, got both hands full, you need to sit down somewhere. But if you've got it in a cone... <laughs> You can walk about with it, and you've got your burger, your drink, and fries all in one hand. Get your burger cone, only one nine nine. Burger cone, burger cone is just it's one nine nine is dirt cheap. So <laughs> I think you should have the prices a little. Yeah, five ninety nine. But it's going to have to be a pretty big cone in it, like yeah. But but it's it's in no, the shape then of you a have cone. small cone, medium cone, point. large cone. It's yeah, yeah, extra large cone. It's up, up to you. Yeah, right? but like the beauty of a cone is. Like, you can always fit it in your hand right at the bottom, no matter how big it is. And that was the main thing for gig goers, was that you can hold it. Yeah. And then you give away all your ideas. You've got your sources. If we see Burger Cone at next year's festivals, we'll know that somebody's took the idea. I think you you should guys should do it, man. Raise that money, Patreon. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) What what, was it? Kickstarter? Is that the original? Yeah, yeah, Kickstarter. Burger Cone. What was the original one before Patreon? Indiegogo? No, there was um, something else you could. Yeah, the, you could yeah. put. You could be like, "I want to make this," and then you yeah. tell people how much you needed to. Raise. Yeah, yeah, that was just, yeah, whatever that was. What do you whatever think about Burger Cone? Just off the top of your head, do you think it's cool? Or? I think you should do it, man. We've got a burger truck here. Yeah, we could but try and only, see if people go for it. I bet they would. They'd be like, well, "I'm stood at a gig. So Why wouldn't I get a cone?" We did have some backlash off the rest of the lads, and there was like, "Well, what if you do want to sit down with it?" Well, so you have some tables sat around your vendor, and you have little holes in the table, so you can just put it. 
So you'd have to specifically It's a no-brainer. Like, say no more, we're doing this. Yeah. Like, that could be a burger cone all for all I know. Yeah, that well, That's the holder. There you go. That's there you the go. Sorted, mate. <laughs> Set up here. You get off the ground, we'll invest. Don't. I like how he's involved now as well. Yeah, it's yeah. not just... Yeah, like, it's on camera as well. You can't take... He's not hearing about it. He's, he's actually a part of a company now as well. Yeah. You're in. I'm a shareholder. 5%. First one out of the warehouse in Sheffield. First one ever. Burger Cone. I think we I think we should do it. It's been talked about so much. That's, yeah. I come up with a lot worse ideas. Yeah. Like the shaver app. <laughs> you say that. Well, you get that started. I'd, I'd love to see it. He said it's eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that there then. Bad idea. Right. I think stick with the cone. Right? I'll throw yeah. all my old shavers in you know, landfill then. <laughs> so, right, pinning this conversation. Right. Let's go. Back to America then. So, oh shit, we're still in America. Sorry, that was that was America. a big time. Burger cone would be massive in America. Wanna? <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing. This is. It doesn't go together at all. But in my head, I was like, this is what I thought of when I when I watched the video that was on. Is it your website, I guess, the one that talks about sleep society? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean this positively, this isn't a negative, but it's so well put together, I almost feel like I'm being like indoctrinated into a cult. Yeah. <laughs> you are. That's that, why. That video finishes and I'm like, I want to give them my money. Well, the initial one that we put out. The initial the, one that we put it's, out. It's still on the website now. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, the what is what is the sleep society? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking cool, man. And Thanks. the only I time put that together as well. Is that you? Dog yeah. shit. Oh, Dog see. shit. <laughs> You've done loads of great shit. You're a liar. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> um, so the, th- the first thing that I thought of when I saw that, because I was like, what else reminds me of that feeling? And it's Vegas. Because when Vegas. I go to Vegas, all I want to do is give them my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> like, every, every the society advert reminds you of Vegas. It does, man. <laughs> I was like, there's no other band. I'd give Blink my money because I love Blink. I tried to invest in Tom DeLonge's space company and it was all like, you couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, has he stopped that? I think he, had, he got whatever he wanted and then you couldn't do it. I think he's got to the point where he's he, they have to release some information and I'll go into. Yeah. I think that's what he was all aiming for. Like you've got to release the documents that the that, yeah secret Ex- agents got. got some crazy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted that's to the next that. thing after COVID. I've heard that they're gonna push onto us. Like they're gonna make the like the media is gonna make us afraid that aliens are real and that they could invade. So that when they actually come, we hate them and fight them off rather than just accept them. Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Genuinely, people are gonna give me shit for this. With COVID, if it was the fucking aliens, because this is the thing, right? If you were going to invade another world, you could either go and blow shit up, which is going to make it a mess for you when you go down, or you could just tell them to all be scared of getting next to each other and, like, breathing. Yeah, well, I think all the leaders are, like, some sort of reptilian overlords anyway. There you go. Yeah. told us to be scared of there's some sort of base on the moon scared. as well have you heard moon's hollow and all that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's a fucking that's a, spe- like that's, a, that's a spaceship in it it's been it's been towed in yeah it definitely has and they control the weather they control the weather they control everything uh, and the moon like it's, it shouldn't take it shouldn't it shouldn't technically be there with how big it is and um and this like the, like a planet the size of earth like the gravitational pull pull, it it, well it, it it's the moon's too big it's too big to make any like sense physics wise. And the Earth's flat. And the yeah, well, if the Earth's flat, we all yeah. That, that's pretty easy. I've got, I've got, I've got an idea. Are you any any flat earthers in here? 
I mean, I've got an idea for a reality TV show. We've got we're fucking selling all our ideas here, aren't we? Don't tell everyone. I want to tell them though. I want to hear it, man. What about like for a reality TV show? Get like a load of flat earthers, give them like a certain amount of money each, and they have to go and find the edge of the earth. If it's flat, they could surely <laughs> right. find it. I mean, yeah. I'd be fully into that, but I reckon they're just excuses like the military's at the edge and you can't get past. Yeah. Well, go, go and find I've out. got another good game. For all the people that don't think COVID's real, send them into the wards where they're looking after patients and see yeah. if they come out with it. Oof, yeah. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. It's not real. Well, you should be on front line sorting it then. <laughs> exactly. Deard. 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 Anyway. Anyway. So, I don't even know how we got to that. <laughs> Neither do I. There's Aliens. tangents happening everywhere. <laughs> Aliens, Tom DeLong. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was you were it, saying yeah. something about, oh, yeah, we're a you cult. Lo- you love Blink. We're a cult, apparently. Yeah, you're a cult. All right. Okay. That's, that's I mean, if we are a cult, <sighs> could not, we're not a bad one. It could be worse. Yeah. Ones. We've not got a gun to anyone's head. We're not forcing anybody to do it. The goth in me wants us to be a cult anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Rituals but, um, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we just think it's it's a cool thing to. This is just a glorified fan club, isn't it? And we're giving them some, like like we said, we're eating shit that's hot and making ourselves. <laughs> so and that's all we do in this. Society. That's all we do. We just eat hot things. Tune in next week. Anymore. I think the, the the thing that with the the sleep society is that when I we first got into sort of new metal and emo or whatever it was that we got into that like the sense of community like going down to your first shows and you know you see someone else wearing the same hoodie as you on the school bus or whatever and you just like you yeah you feel part of this thing you feel like oh. you're you're in the community and I feel like that's yeah the sleep society for me gives people that 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 connection and um yeah I think the community side of things for me is why it's why it's cool yeah it, it's so cool and like you know, we we like do like group Zoom calls with everybody, and um, when we were releasing Nervous, we you know like we kind of try and theme them and like talk about certain things. And when we were releasing Nervous, we had like um, a big safe space with everybody to, to like talk about our problems. Essentially, that was mind blowing too. Wasn't it was it? Like- so it was so moving. A lot of the people who would like literally just like opening up about the problems that for the first time in front of people. And then we also unloaded all our problems onto them. Poor people. Sounds but, like a right place to be this, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> it, it's like, it is that thing though. It's like, we, like we are, we are there for each other and, it, and it's such a great thing. And just to be able to do something like that, to be able to like give somebody a platform and, you know, just, just to talk about the things that are on the mind, because I think that's where we're going wrong as, as a culture in general, I think, and especially in the UK, it's very stigmatized to talk about your mental health and yeah, that's what, and I think doing something like that is very important for people. There are people that, sorry, there are people that are like coming forward that have like never openly spoken in a large group before. And we're like, they're actually just telling us about some of their shit that they go through do you know what I mean and it's yeah, just yeah. those little things that can help people like build confidence or, or anything like that so it, that was a really cool yeah. time and, that, and that's kind of what we're like in the society as well we're trying to take everything all our skill sets and we're trying to like give it to people we're trying to you know if you want to start a band or whatever matt like does like management like seminars like web uh, web webinars web design they're called yeah and, and it does all that stuff and we all try to give like our, like share our skill set with people and you know maybe people can like skip like some steps that we, that we did wrong you know like as we were coming up as a band and may, you know maybe it'll give people more of a fighting chance i think now more than ever like that's what we need yeah i think that's really cool man i mean going back to the mental health thing 
I think it's really awesome when that sort of thing's happening because, I mean, we did the same, a similar sort of thing here a couple of years ago. So we've launched a, or we did launch a charity called the Upper Mental Health Foundation. Nice. Amazing. Um, we launched it in 2019 and we launched it by having a seminar here. So we got a load of people in that were sort of reasonably well known. Yeah. Um, they talked about what they'd been through. We had people in the crowd asking questions and that sort of stuff. Cool. And we had Oliver Phelps, who was one of the Weasley twins in Harry Potter. Right. He came and he talked about it and it was the first time he'd ever publicly yeah, spoke yeah. about it. Yeah. And it was fucking That's amazing. deep as fuck, man. It yeah. Was, like, it was moving and... It was and, I, and I bet he's, like, you know, been through some... Tr- I mean, because, like, being famous that young can really have mental... You can, you can definitely develop mental problems just because... You know, you have to be on such a regimented schedule and so many people knowing you, who you are when you're that young, which, is, you know, I, I can imagine. Oh, it's crazy, man. Like, it'd be really difficult to deal with. And he, he obviously struggled with that. Yeah. And That's this cool. was the first time he'd spoke about it. That's cool. But it was so awesome, like, as an event, because it was the first thing we've ever had here where it was completely silent. Yeah. Like, mm. he was seated, which we don't usually do. Mm. But when he was talking, when any of them were talking, to be fair, you could have heard a fucking pin drop because yeah. people were so just, like passionate about yeah. this thing and, and people are so engaged with it as well and i think it, it shows how much everybody's just ready to do, to speak to each other on that level instead of these like fake pleasantries and talking about the weather and shit it's like if somebody asks me how i am and i'm not going through <laughs> a very like if, I, if i'm not feeling very good what, the thing that makes me anxious about going into public when i'm not feeling great is the fact that i have to put on a front and like i would be at so much more ease if it was the cultural norm to to if if you are not going through a very good time, that like you would be comfortable enough to say that you're not, and then we could talk to each other about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. But I think it's moving in that direction. I think it's way more common now than it was like five years ago. Yeah, definitely. definitely Even yeah. five years ago, yeah, it. like yeah. it is definitely, and that's why we want to like be a part of that movement as well. Uh, we've all been through it, haven't we? Like we've all been through like our own problems, um, and yeah, and I think it is so important to do. Yeah, I mean, when we started it, unfortunately, I've never suffered with anything like that and i was completely oblivious to practically anything that was going on yeah and the reason i got into it and started looking at it and being like shit was because of uh, a chester from lincoln park yeah yeah and obviously that happened and i remember just being like what the fuck man like yeah. why is nobody addressing this shit apparently it's a big deal yeah and then i started talking to a load of my mates who i knew had issues but mm. I, was, you know, I didn't fucking know anything about them and yeah. they started talking to me and i was like man if no one else is going to fucking do anything, I'm going to. Yeah, and, definitely. And that's sort of where that's it came amazing. from. But I was completely oblivious. Like, to have been in this place as well, where most, it, it turned out a lot of the fucking people that were nobody and looks, a lot of the people I was friends with. Yeah, I think it's different for everybody way. as well. Like, everyone's, it's not, you know, no two people are, are experiencing exactly the same thing. So I think that's what makes it hard to sort of get into with people if they don't feel exactly the same. It's, like, hard to relate, but... Yeah, I think once people open up, it, it's a lot better. Definitely, yeah. And I think social media, especially, um, like I said, there's, there's two sides of the coin with everything, isn't there? Like social media and everything is so great with connecting people. But I think it also perpetuates this really bad kind of trend that we have about showing our best selves online. Even if we're not, you know, somebody can be depressed and crying and then like wipe a tear away, take a picture of a smile, post it, saying I'm wearing this cute outfit today or something whatever do you know what i mean and it's like that's usually me that's usually Lars. he's usually <laughs> wearing, wearing cute, cute outfits he's usually today. wearing cute outfits <laughs> he might delete it later though <laughs> but do you know what i mean like and and i think i think we need to start like being more honest yeah. with everybody around us because 
why, why is that the norm? Why is that the norm to have to put on a front with everybody? I mean, I think social media is a huge problem with it because, I mean, the way I think about things is relating it, obviously, to club night because that's what I've done for 12 years. But when I was 18, it was normal to go out six nights a week. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Us too, man. To see oh, yes. Yeah. £10 pound all you can drink kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. everywhere was doing that. It was like yeah. you, you went out. If you wanted to meet a girl, you went out. If you wanted to see your friends, you went out. You were constantly surrounded by people. Yeah. Whereas now, it's the culture in the UK, it's, isn't it? It's, that's, that's what you do, yeah. Like, but it's not anymore. Now it's like, yeah. if, if you go out once a week, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, which means that no one's actually interacting with other fucking people. And I think, like, like it is, isn't it weird how, the how la- there's... The lack of human interaction, I think, fucks people up. It definitely does, yeah. And I think this, the pandemic showed us, like, how much we do need each other. Um, and I think... Th- just going back to like the partying thing, I think it's funny how there's some connection with how much a, a particular culture drinks and how much the mental health kind of side of things is stigmatized in that place. Like if you go to America, it's so normal to say, I, I go and see a therapist, you know, and they're, they're open to talk about it. They don't have half the drinking problem that we do. And I think it's because we are just socially anxious as you know it, it opens us up. It makes us talk to each other on a level that we're not, we don't feel comfortable enough to without it you know and i think that's why a lot of people end up in the ruts because it's not only it's 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 physically and mentally addictive isn't it because you you form habits and yeah i just think that's quite interesting like how those things go hand in hand you know i mean i think people drink more now because i mean uh, only relating it to myself but when i was going out six nights a week i wasn't getting fucked up six nights a week because i had shit to do the next day yeah so it was like i might have one but it was more about just being in the environment and being with people and going I, to the i had the opposite problem See, we had the op- <laughs> we both had the opposite like i never we, really drink to just enjoy company and have the taste like if we were going out we were getting fucked i was like, i, was I don't know it. why i had that like why do i want to get to fucked as quickly as possible but i just did like, so we've got a massive gaping void inside our souls yep <laughs> We're trying to fill it. See, I'm the opposite now because like, if I'm only going to go out once, I'm going to go fucking hard and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas if I know I'm going out all the time, then... Yeah, no, that's fair. That's the logical way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was brute force all the time. Like, it was well, like... We, well, we, for, ye- for years, like... How old was I when I joined band? Like, 20 or something? 20, you were 23. And, like... But even before that, I was just smashing it. And we just used to play... Get absolutely wrecked to the point of like, there's a chance tomorrow won't happen. And then we'd use the show to play and sweat it all out, and then it'd be exactly the and same. And we again. did that for like ten years. And this is why we don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you clean. Yeah, yeah. So it's the health kick. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, right. you've got to sort it out, haven't you? I think we'll go through some of the questions people. Have. All right, people we can talk. I was like, yeah. That's how we want it, man. It's good to have a chat. Right. First question. Do you see Patreon as the way forward? Yes. I think we've covered covered that. that. That's done. (laughs) Who pays on the first date? Um... I mean, I would typically pay. I I would say I would pay just to be nice, but um, I think gender equality and all that, like, maybe they should split the bill. I would offer to pay. Yeah, I would personally. I think anybody. The old-fashioned na- chivalry in me says I'd I, take I the think, bill, but th- yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's what I would do too. But I think some some people get offended with that now, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. How that's dare you offer to pay for that's the what bill? I mean, you've got to be careful. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think they're lying if they say they're offended. I would personally. I would. I would. I would pay, and I would like to pay, and but I would like um, the female to offer to at least split it, and then I would say no, 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 no. It's on me. 
That's, no, that's, no, that's no, where no. I agree. If they don't want to, if, if they don't want to offer, then I think you're a bit of a dick. Yeah, then I'm and like, if there's a second date or a third date, and that's still the test, offering, isn't it? That's like, the test. Oh, that, this isn't going anywhere. That's yeah. the test. If they offer a second date, if they don't, no. But I'm married now, so I wouldn't even go on dates. So. <laughs> just, just getting that out there. <laughs> just, just <laughs> FYI, if Susie, if you're listening, I'm not going to go on any dates. <laughs> what is the next one? Right, which had the better crowd, Bloodstock or the Download Pilot? Um, I mean, our memories are terrible, and it was only a few weeks ago. Um, I w- download I, pilot. I I'd say download pilot as well. I think. But I don't know if that was our um feeling towards it as well because we hadn't played a festival at that point. Yeah, and it just felt amazing. To By play. Bloodstock, we'd already played Download, so it was the build up towards it. They were both incredible shows. Both incredible, but I'd probably say Download. I would have thought. Downloads close to your crowd in general. Yeah, and it's closer I think to home. So, yeah. Is it closer to home? They were both pretty. The thing is, I had a preconception about Bloodstock that it was like really battle jackets and swords and that, and I felt felt like we'd have <laughs> and swords and swords. <laughs> well, they have a disclaimer on the website that says, "Please don't bring axes and swords." So you know, <laughs> it's a mythical, magical festival. Um, but I, I, yeah, I thought we'd have some bottles of piss coming at us and stuff. But actually, it was so cool. Like I, Lama got to play next year, and um, I stayed outside the festival. Uh, actual grounds but in like another not the festival at all like another campsite and five minutes down the road you could just drive in so I'm thinking about doing that for Lamb of God next year Defo. <laughs> get your Grebo on yeah but no Bloodstock was amazing and I think just were you saying I think download is more of your crowd like the preconception I think is that it's a bit more sweaty yeah, in general but it was amazing yeah it was amazing you'd love it man yeah. I think I would like most of the staff that work here actually went to Bloodstock and have been going for years yeah it's wicked. It's great. I have no good excuse. It's the name in it. You're like Bloodstock. It sounds very German. It does. <laughs> it felt German as well. Yeah. It was cool. German in general. Sweet. I think we're out of time then. Thank you for coming and doing this. Of it's course. been awesome talking. No worries. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Make sure you go and like the page. Make sure you hit subscribe. Do whatever else you need to do. And if you're watching this on YouTube, keep watching it on YouTube. There is an audio-only version on Spotify and on Amazon Music and on Google, probably, I think, and something else. Whichever one you're listening on to, make sure you click like and make sure you share it. Thanks, guys. Peace.